Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of The Stride Effect. I am your host, Tori D. Simone, and today I am here with a very special guest, Katie Weichler. Hi. Hashtag Hi. Katie Weichler. Hashtag Katie Weichler. It's white girl. White girl. So I'm here with Katie Weichler, and she is one of my spin instructors at Stride in both locations, Phoenixville and Sea Isle. Katie, let the people know who you are. So I'm Katie. Um, I'm 24, and I'm a hairstylist, a cheer coach. I work at Stride. I work the desk, too, on top of spin. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it for Katie. Bye, guys. That's it. Bye. No, there's a lot of depth to this girl that we're going to get into today. Um, Katie is unique to my personal life because her and I were just talking about how her and I have been friends for a long time before Stride. And a lot of my other friends that I now consider my closest friends, I've met through Spin in some capacity. But Katie and I met a really long time ago. Do you want to tell the story of how we met? <laughs> sure. I don't know exactly how we met. But I do. God. Okay. So I want to share mine first and then you can share yours. So me and her got hired at Sweet and Sassy uh, the same time, but we didn't, for some reason, I didn't meet you when we were first doing like our interviews and like learning everything. But our mutual friend, Jill, was talking about this girl who does YouTube makeup and I kind of blew it off. <laughs> I was like, oh, this girl, like, whatever, don't really care, like, I just went about my day, and I don't know how I met you, but I just remember meeting you at some point in time, and we just became friends, and then, like, later on, we just would go, like, on a flow, where, like, we would talk, and then we wouldn't, and then we would talk, and we wouldn't, but how did we exactly meet then? So, okay, I remember so well, so there were two reasons. Um, and also getting our hair, my hair done is something that I want to talk about too. So, um, yeah, cause at Evolve. So we were hired at the same time at Sweet and Sassy, which was my first job, like other than YouTube, like my first part-time job. And Katie was also hired there. We were hired in the same group. Um, were you hired like on the spot? Yes. They like, I was too. And we're like, okay, you guys are hired. And I was just like, wonderful. Was it, who was it? You, me, Emily, and Shannon? I think so. I know Shannon was there. Shannon was there. And Emily was too because her and I applied together. Um, okay. So Katie and I got hired at Sweet and Sassy together. Sweet and Sassy was such a fun job. Like I literally had the time of my life. It was like the equivalent of being in a sorority. Like it was so much fun. So what like my first memory of Katie, I don't remember being hired exclusively with you, but I do remember that like the two girls that were what they called leads, their names were Megan and Jill are Megan and Jill. They're still our really good friends to this day. Um, they were two years older than me and Katie is in the same grade as them. So Katie was also two years older than me. You were a senior when I was a sophomore, you got hired your senior year, right? Yeah, I was hired my sophomore year. Um, so Katie, I guess, knew them somehow. I don't know how you knew them, but you did. How did you know them? I knew them because I was friends with Emily. And I knew Emily through a group of guys I was friends with. So the group of guys introduced me to Emily, who introduced me to Megan and Jill. Got it. And that was before SAS? Yeah. So was, okay. They were the reason I got hired, basically. Okay, so now this is all making sense. And... Um, <laughs> what like the first day of our first shift like I idolized Megan and Jill because I was like oh my god they're pretty much like my boss and they're so cool like I just was like in love with them um and Katie was just like so buddy buddy with them and had like this upper hand advantage I was like what the fuck so I was like really jealous and envious of Katie because I was like she's gonna get all the shifts I did not know that. And yeah. I didn't get all the shifts. No, you didn't. You want to know why? It's because I stalked that Facebook group whenever anyone was like, can I have a shift covered? I was like, me, I'll do it. I think everybody tried to stalk that thing. I was just like, because I had another job on top of there because I worked at Kate Spade and Sweet and Sassy and I cheered. Wait, did so, you like, work at a tanning like, salon? No, I worked oh. at Kate Spade, 
Emma Outlets, and Zoe's, and they kind of overlapped into Sweet and Sassy. Oh my god, I forgot about Zoe's. Yeah, that was quite the time. Um, Yeah, so that's how we met, and then yeah, we just stayed in touch throughout that because Katie didn't go to college. And I don't mean to like tell your story, but I'll let you get into that. <laughs> Katie didn't go to college. She went to cosmetology school. So she always just stayed local. Um, so when all the other older seniors like left and went to college, Katie was always around. So um, do you want to talk about that? Why you chose cosmetology school? Why you knew college wasn't for you? All that sort of stuff. Sure. So first I found out college wasn't for me not really on my own. It was more like my guidance counselor at school and my mom because I wasn't really good at school and studying and I didn't know how to grasp studying, which obviously you need in college because you need to know how to self-discipline and say like, okay, I'm going to take X amount of time to do this schoolwork and go do this. wasn't good at that. I like to be social. So my mom was always like, you're good at hair, you're good at makeup go into that industry, and if you don't like it, go to college, because it's only a year time span that you get your cosmetology license, so if I hated it, I could get my license, then go to college, and not waste the four years of college, and possibly, like, fail out, or drop out, or anything, so I did that, and I never went to college, (laughs) and I'm glad that I did it, because I really like hair, I love makeup, I definitely would have dropped out of college if I went. I just wasn't mentally ready to go. And yeah, it was great. I love it. I'm so glad I went. Yeah, and it's like so your path. And like I obviously can't imagine you any other way than exactly how you are. Um, But that's also how we stayed in touch was when you went off to – or when you were done cosmetology school, you got hired at the hair salon that I went to. Um, and I would just see you there all the time and you were like a familiar face cause you started working at the front desk and doing shampoo and then yep. you got a chair. Yeah. So I got so. a chair. I started there in high school. So I was also at Sweet and Sassy when I started at Evolve and I just assisted until I got my license and then they throw you on the chair part-time and you work the desk part-time so you kind of can get a flow of everything and then they transition you fully onto a chair so that's why I was able to hang out with you all the time all the time like I remember there were times where like we wouldn't even be like super super close um but you also had a boyfriend so like you were always hanging out with your boyfriend at the time so like there wasn't much time for us to be hanging out because like you were with a boyfriend and I'm I think I was dating someone too like it was just like life, you know, just whatever. Yeah. Um, so we would always just, I would see you at the hair salon and we just got really close, but I feel like when you and your ex broke up is when we got a lot closer. Yeah. I think I got close to like you and Michaela once that happened because I had one, the time to see you guys and two, I don't know. I felt like you guys kind of like related to me in the whole breakup thing. And like, you guys are always there and you knew everything and you guys were always my friend when I was with them. I lost a lot of friends when I was with my ex, but you guys were always like a stable friendship that just kind of like hung there. We were there for each other when we needed to be and you kind of just let me do my thing. Yeah, we've always been there, man. Yeah. You can't get rid of us. No, it definitely was interesting to like see what friendships stayed with that and what friendships left. Why do you think friendships left during it? Um, I think a mixture of things people couldn't relate, like all my friends that left for college and didn't have boyfriends, like both of those things. A lot of my friends left for college and I didn't, like you said earlier, and we just parted ways. Like we just went our different ways and I spent a lot of time going to school and driving to my boyfriend's college. And that was my life, school, driving to my boyfriend's college, and that was it. Like you said, you were at home, so I felt like we saw each other sometimes. And my best friend, Michaela, she transferred from JMU to Westchester, so when she came back, she was closer, so I was able to see her more, because she would come home, so when I was home, I would see her. And yeah, but all the other people, I think, just kind of left, because we just weren't similar anymore. Yeah, you just grew apart. Yeah. So normal. When, like, the transition from high school to college, it's so normal to lose so many friends. Just not because like of a falling out, just because like your life path goes in so many different directions. 
Like my best friend from high school, I never even talked to anymore. Like my best, 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 best friend, literally don't talk to at all. Like it's just sometimes what happens, man. So I feel you on that one. Um, All right. Where does spin come into all this? Uh, (laughs) So spin, so goes into our friendship after high school. I, I still to this day do not like to work out. I'm just going to be very blunt about that. Like I do it because I have to and because it's good for my health, but I just don't enjoy it unless I'm doing like a class that I like, like spin or T-Rex. So stopped working out after high school, stopped cheering, stopped doing all that stuff. And I had a three-year lull where I just started gaining weight, doing nothing. And you... Got into spin, and you tried to get me to go. I think it was for like three months, and I don't know how it clicked one day or why I decided to go, but you made me go to a 5:45 a.m. class in. I want to say it was November. It was a cold day (laughs) at 5:45 in the morning, (laughs) and I don't know why I said yes to this, but I went, and I hated it. (laughs) I absolutely hated it, and. I started getting into the bar and I went to a different studio and sometimes I would come to yours. I just went somewhere that was closer to me and got in a bar. And then another coworker of mine went to the same studio and was like, come do spin again. I think you're going to like it. And I did it again. And I don't know what happened from that day and the day I went with you, but something clicked in my head and I was like, I think I can actually do this. And after like two months, I knew that I wanted to instruct at some point in my life because I loved it. And it reminded me of cheer and I love cheer. And I just felt like I was a part of something again. And I was working out and didn't even know it. I just enjoyed my 45 minutes. Yeah. And that's so important that you went back and tried it a second time because there are so many factors that go in. I just talked about this on the episode with Kim and Kelly, that there's so many factors that go in to finding a class that you like and sticking with it. Like I think instructors are a huge part of it. Finding music that you like is a huge part of it. Finding an environment that you vibe with is a huge part of it. Like there's a ton of factors that can go into whether you're going to stay or you're going to leave. But I mean, this is just advice that I give to anybody. If you went the first time and you hated it, try it again. Yep. I completely agree. I'm so glad I went the second time because if I didn't, I wouldn't be here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, exactly. And you were one of the first people that I told about Stride. Yeah, and it was the hardest secret to keep of my life. How far in advance did I tell you before we announced? You announced in what, January? January, yeah. You told me in October. Whoa! In October or November, you just kind of like casually mentioned it, and I was just like... Well, no, I didn't casually mention it to you. I was asking you about it because I had like the intentions of me wanting you to teach. And at the time you were super into bar and you're like, I want to do bar, bar, bar. And then like the more we talked about it, you're like, I want to do spin. Yeah, I can't even tell you the last time I took a bar class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can take I mine every love- Wednesday. I, I do spin bar. Oh I shit. shit. Yeah, you do. Listen, I listen outside and just. Have FOMO. Yeah. Yeah, no, but um, you did go back, and I'm so glad that you did because that's really where it all began. So if you hate something, try it again. Um, it's also really funny that you said I, – I keep talking about Diana Ellis. I talked about this in, a, in the uh, episode with Rachel too, but Diana Ellis just posted on her story a couple weeks ago because of everything going on with COVID. She was like, mm-hmm. I'm so happy that I don't have to be working out right now. She's like, listen, guys, I don't like working out. I just happen to be really good at it. <laughs> And I'm like, that's so true. Like I love working out, but I know people like you that don't love it, but love spin and are good at teaching spin and are good at doing spin. I am a group motivated person. Like if I'm in a group atmosphere, I will go as hard as I can and try my best. But I am that person that walks into like an LA fitness and is like, Yep. You can tell I am not in my normal environment. Like I am a clueless lost puppy, have no idea what I'm doing, goes on the elliptical for 20 minutes, off leaves. <laughs> I tried to get Katie to come with me because really hot guys go to LA before work in the morning. I say I'll come. 
you have a boyfriend now, so you have a boyfriend now, so you're boring again. Remember when you thought that word was just like not supposed to be a part of my vocabulary? <laughs> because it like literally it wasn't. Like I've known single Katie more in depth than I knew dating Katie. Relationship Katie, Katie. and like single Katie's such a good time. (laughs) She's also crazy, but we all are. Yeah, single Single going out Katie has a mind of her own. She's literally her own person, dude. (laughs) It's so funny to think about all the stories. I'm thinking about so many stories right now. Sometimes I miss that, sometimes I don't. (laughs) We can get into those bar stories, that'd be fun. Um, but before. We'll get into that. Um, we'll get into that with like relationships and dating and being single and all that. But I want to talk a little bit more about them before we get there and stuff. Okay, I want you to talk to me about what the audition process for you was like, because I so vividly remember it with you from my point of view. So I want you to tell me about it, and then um, we'll dive into something else that I want to get into with that. So tell me how your audition went. Like, how was your road to getting hired? My road to getting hired. So you, I don't know if you know this. I told Lauren this recently, though. So you reached out to me once like you announced that shy is happening you're like hey these are when we're doing auditions if you want to audition let me know and it wasn't going to I wasn't going to because I didn't know like because at that point I felt like we were really really close and I didn't want that to like affect anything in any way like I didn't want it to affect like if I worked at Shride, if I didn't work at Shride, like if I auditioned and didn't make it, I didn't want like to put you in an awkward situation or like you feel like you're putting me in an awkward situation. That whole thing was going to my head. And I don't know what clicked, but I was just like, you know what, I'm going to do it. So you sent out an email with all the dates and everything. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this day and this time, whatever. Well, you told me I had the first audition of Shride. <laughs> The very first. So I was a mess driving. Like, I actually remember this drive because I took the long way to get to Shride from my house. So I did it so I could listen to my three songs like 85 million times before I got there. (laughs) And I just remember I was shaking. And I don't want to say I blacked out auditioning, but I basically blacked out. Like, I remember Jess on her bouncy ball because she was literally about to give birth any day. Severely pregnant. You just like, you guys kept looking at me and smiling and I couldn't stop laughing. Like I think (laughs) I did laugh like out loud because I was like, I'm so uncomfortable right now. But we did our three songs. You had us do a warm up, a sprint and a constant, I believe. Yep. Played. You told me to play Butterfly Effect because you would hire me if I played it. (laughs) And then I played Check This because you're really into that song. And that was like the spin song of everybody's class. Still is. And I can't listen to it anymore. It kills me. I love it. I'm over it. (laughs) And then I left. I went home and we were going to Lancaster that night. So I had to drive back and pick you up. And the second you got in my car, I went, you're not allowed to talk about it. (laughs) talk about it and I remember when we were in Lancaster the people we were hanging out with the one was like how is auditions and you were like Katie said I'm not allowed to talk about it but since you asked (laughs) oh my god I was a nervous wreck that entire day I know you were but look you got hired yeah whoop-de-doo so Katie was what we were was put in a program that we called instructor training program. So um, what that means was when we opened on August 4th, that's when we would start training Katie to become an instructor. So then when was your first class? It was in October? October October 28th. 
Yes. No, good. As you should. Uh, October 28th is when Katie taught her first class and then you've been on the schedule ever since. So, uh, you've been teaching, uh, about a year and a half, a year and a half now, which is amazing. Um, yeah, so that's how Katie's story started. Now you mentioned that you were hesitant to even audition, which that's news to me. You were uh, hesitant to audition because of our friendship and stuff. What's that been like for you to have someone that's your friend that's younger than you has now transitioned into this role of being your boss? Okay, well, first, I forget that you're younger than me Thanks. until like it comes into topic. Um, we celebrate my 21st birthday. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. That's so weird to me. But I'm 22 I'm, now. Okay, you just turned 22. Let it, I still think I'm 23. Oh my God, Katie's I'm, 24 and literally acts as if she's like 45 years old. She's like, oh, I'm 24. I can't be doing that now. Because in your one podcast, you're like, oh, when I'm 24, I might as well have a family and kids in here. <laughs> well, thanks. I did say that. Um, oh, so our friendship. So I think we handle it pretty well. We definitely like had a time where like we took our space and I had to like figure out how to handle it and like be able to put friendship Tori as we call it and like yes, into two separate like situations. But I think we handle it really well because we have the hats. I'll like text you one day and be like, hey, let's go do something and you're like is this like friendship time or is it business time? Don't be like, it's friendship time. Yeah. You just have to make sure sometimes. I feel like it's like a running joke now, like the hats. Like we literally are like, okay, we're going to put this hat on. But I'll say we handle it pretty well now. We definitely had that transition though where we needed to take some time and figure it out. And mm-hmm. but yeah, I would say we're doing well now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. They're so handy. And it wasn't like we ever had like a falling out. It was just like a readjustment period where we're like, okay, how do yeah. we like navigate this new relationship that we now have without yeah. it affecting our friendship? Yeah. And so. we definitely like, I think we handled it well because we like talked to each other and had like a really good conversation on like, okay, this is how I was feeling. This is how you were feeling. This is how we're going to go about it. And yeah. We're good. Yeah. I think we handle everything amazing. And then whenever Kitty would get drunk, I'd get long paragraphs. I hope you know. I still love you. You're still my best friend. I love sending sending text messages when I'm drunk. I am like the most loving person, I think. The most loving? (laughs) No, it's really fun. Yeah, for me too, it was definitely like, you know, when I care about all my employees a lot. But then there's another added level with you where it's like, okay, I care about my employees, but then I also care about my friend, Katie, and she just happens to be both. Um, Like I said, a lot of my employees turn into really good friends, but it was different with Katie because she was a friend turned employee. So that was a different thing for me to navigate to on my end. And it was like, you know, I, I don't want to hurt her feelings in a business way that could affect us in a friendship way. I don't want to give her special treatment because she's my friend. Like there were a lot of things that I had to do on my end as well. And I think we just communicated that really well on both of our ends. So I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us too. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of our times we would have training sessions every Monday at three, two, one, noon. I think it was three because then we would have that break and then I would ride in your Five. I think it was three, two. So every Monday at three, we would have training sessions and maybe three out of the four times we wouldn't ever train. We would just talk. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, and then there were some days where I'm like, we have to train today, Katie. And I'd be like, okay, here we go. Three songs starts talking. Literally. Like we would pause a song and I'd be like, oh my God, I have to tell you something. And then we just go on like tangents. <laughs> I know. And then we always do quarterly meetings with our staff and I had Katie last quarter. We met up, we talked business for five minutes and then we're like, okay, let's talk. And then we talked for an hour about boys. <laughs> I like when we have this. I walk too. in They're there really like, fun. I walk in there. So stressed out like, okay, what are we going to talk about? And you're like, boys. Okay, we're done. And I'm like, perfect. Done. Yeah. No, like if there's ever a problem, which there rarely is, we always like address it like right then and there. We don't really like yeah. hold out on you guys to like pile it all on once. I have to be so lame of us. 
All right. So you have a lot going on in your life. How do you balance it all? You have hair, you have cheer now, you have spin. Talk to me. Um, it's definitely interesting. Like people, I have a lot of friends that ask me how I balance it and somehow everything falls perfectly into place. Like I teach in the morning on Tuesdays during like before CI open and I would work the desk whenever like people kind of needed me I'd get put on the schedule sometimes so normally that would be in the morning too and then uh when you work at a salon it's mostly night because you want people after work or weekends so spin and that fell perfectly together and then this past year I got asked to help coach my old high school cheer team and somehow I made that work because we would have practices after school so really random in the afternoon like three to five or three to six and I would just somehow smack that into my schedule and it just works I like to stay busy I like to not be sitting at home doing nothing twiddling my thumbs so having like all these different jobs and being surrounded with all these different people just plays like it makes my life more enjoyable instead of just being like okay like I work at the salon tomorrow and that's it yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's you definitely do stay busy. Like whenever um I'm like Katie, do you want to hang out? She whips out her planner. She's like, "Okay, let me just keep on flipping through my pages." Wait, remember when we had our quarterly and I was like, "Let's plan to hang out." We planned 4 weeks in advance cuz that's when we yeah. both could could do it. To watch the bachelor. <laughs> did it happen? Did it fall through or did yeah. you come over? We went yeah, I went to your house. It was on, it was like one it was of a like Monday. middle episodes. Yeah. It's yeah. Great. That was Took great. Took a month to plan. Yeah. That was really good. Um, I think I texted you. It was like, I said something and you were like, are you about to bail? I was like, no. yeah, I was like, we've had this in the calendar for a month now. Like you have to come over. Yeah. You do a really good job of balancing everything. You definitely do um, write everything out and I feel like there was like a little bit of a funk like a year or so ago where prioritizing and you just weren't on the same page. Like you just weren't like you were prioritizing other things in replace of other things. And it was affecting like all of your jobs. And then I think I like sat you down. I'm like, this needs to change. And I'm not going to take all the credit because obviously you did it. (laughs) But I think I started a conversation about it. Um, and you definitely improved on that. And that was like a huge thing. So you do a really great job balancing everything. It's a lot. And when you took on cheer, I was a little worried for you. Cause I was like, everybody was worried. Like my mom was like, are you sure you were worried? Like so many people were like, how are you going to do this? Even I I questioned it. Well, if I have, yeah. No, it's fine. I was just going to say it's because I was also dating Matt at the time and he was coaching football. So I Mm. knew how time consuming coaching was. And I was like, oh my God, to add this on top of what you already do, like, and you want to date? Like, I hope you're not going to like run yourself too thin. Yeah. I have no idea. It literally all, I'm not kidding, just fell into place. Like I wanted to coach so bad that I made it work. And I don't know how I made it work, but it just happened. Yeah. That's and all it's, like. It's really cool to I see you so passionate about it. Because yeah, you're obviously really passionate about spin and hair, but like you're really passionate about cheer. And I didn't even know that until it was like a month into your season. I'm like, oh shit, like she's serious. Because <laughs> I didn't know cheerleader Katie. I hated cheering in high school. It's actually a running joke between me between me and a lot of people, I absolutely hated cheer. I almost quit my senior year. I just didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't like it. I didn't like the people I did it with. And then I just kind of missed the atmosphere of it. Like I love football. I swear I live free thigh football during football season. And I wanted that back. So I reached out to my old coach and was just like, Hey, anything that you want me to do, like I'll come help. And she was like, we actually have a spot open. Like, come meet the girls like do tryouts with us and we'll see how it goes and I went loved it I am obsessed with every single cheerleader I had this past year which I think definitely played a part into it because if I didn't like them why would I want to spend x amount of months in time with them but 
I love being around like all the high schoolers and football and cheer and it just brings I swear a different person out of me it brings out high school Katie it brings out high school Katie a little bit which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but high school Katie was like her prime yeah I think Katie now is prime I have like different peaks like you think you peak and then you have another peak and then you just keep on going you find yeah you find different parts of your life that are great and you peak and then you find another one yeah and we always talk about high school because like it's just easy to like idolize something so an older version an older version of yourself because like you forget like the hardships and stuff um Mm -hmm. but that's always just like a joke that we have but you were in a very serious relationship all throughout high school do you want to talk about that a little bit yeah so I dated somebody on and off from eighth grade till the summer before his senior year of college now what's that seven years it was on and off we were never like a consistent seven year but it definitely was interesting because I was in one relationship up until like my present day person and you just have a lot of life changes through high school and college. And I loved going through high school and college and not only growing as myself, but watching somebody else grow as a person. But things just don't work out. <laughs> it definitely started when I like went into spin. Um, I had really bad self-esteem because I definitely gained a lot of weight when I hit like around 19, 20, 21. So really low self-esteem and that definitely played a fact of like why my relationship wasn't working at the time. We had a very toxic relationship, which I think a lot of people in like their late teens, early twenties have because you don't actually know how to communicate with a person. So once I got into spin, I started like losing weight. I felt more confident. I found like my place and it definitely made me and my ex branch off of each other and with him being at college he was three hours away he was at Penn State I would have to go out of my way to like go see him because he was busy at school he couldn't come home like I understood that he would come home maybe two weeks out of the year because he would either stay there for the summer and do an internship or he moved and that was like when we broke up but yeah I don't know how to like go off of that. No, that's perfect. That's the exact answer that I was looking for. Um, after you and him broke up, I'd say that's when you like really came alive and like grew into yourself. Like when you were with him, you absolutely developed your own personality and like who you were. Like when you're dating someone that young for so long, it's so easy to find your worth and your I don't know, who you are in somebody else. So when you break up with someone that you essentially grew up with, um, you can feel like you're losing a big part of yourself. I don't feel like you ever lost yourself, which is really important. I think you actually found yourself in like ways that are really admirable to other girls that could be going through breakups. Um, Mm -hmm. And now you're in a relationship and happy as could be. (laughs) Happy as can be. After Is ghosting him. Hang on. Let me just say, I'm going to take full credit for the reason why Katie has a boyfriend right now. Do you want to tell the story <laughs> of what we had to do so that you could have a boyfriend? I don't even, what did I have to I do? Wrote I wrote you a love just, note. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I erased that out of my brain. Um, thank God I told him that because if he listens to this, he's going to be like, <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, this I is have, so funny. I have commitment issues, first off, that I didn't know about. So this poor guy, I'm not gonna name his name. Uh, we started, we went on a date in July, and we knew each other from high school because I graduated with his brother and he was two years older than me. And we met on Bumble, which is a great thing. I think everybody should do dating. I know you talked about Hinge yesterday. <laughs> I'm on it right now. Um, So we met on Bumble, but we knew each other from high school, and we went on a date in July. And then, like, three weeks later, I was like, no, I'm not interested. (laughs) And then, like, a month later, I was like, okay, maybe I'm interested. So we started talking again. And then I was like, nope, not interested. 
poor boy. Poor boy. And then we started talking again, and then he ended it with me. It was like, nope, not interested. So I guess that kind of killed me a little bit. You go so check. I like started chasing. Yeah, I tried started chasing him. <laughs> and, like, trying to come date me, and he wouldn't. He was like, so like, no, this isn't working. Like we're done. Which he I he was I don't so like. against it, you guys. He was like, I really just, I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so I decided, I was like, I'm going to drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drop a six pack of beer off for him. Like telling him how I feel because I am awful at telling guys how I feel. Like just, I'm not good at it because I just, it's awkward and like, I cringe when I think about that. Like romance movies, how they're confessing their love. It makes me cringe. Um, so I did this, dropped it off, but really Tori wrote it. Let me just set the scene for you guys. So we're in the Wegmans parking lot. It's like 930 at night. You can't buy alcohol past 10 o'clock at Wegmans. So it's like 930. We're in the parking lot. Katie's like, here's a piece of paper. Here's a pen. I'm going in and I'm buying him a six pack of beer. You are going to sit in this car and you're going to write him a love note. I don't care what you say, but you put it better than I do. And I need you to write a love note. And I said, okay, you need to put on a song for me. So she put on like a weight by jungle giant. So I got in my feels and I literally also mind you, this was pretty fresh after I broke up with my ex. So I was like, okay, like, let me just get back in the mindset real quick. So I literally confessed love on this note like to nobody because I didn't know the kid I was and the whole thing was I signed it Katie because obviously he wouldn't know that it was me he didn't know what her handwriting was so I was like did I want you back like all this stuff love Katie and like he thought that it was Katie for like so long and then they got back together he like brought it up to me yeah so we got back we didn't technically get back together because of that note that note definitely helped though we got back together because me, when I'm drunk, texted him 25 times. <laughs> and then, like, two weeks later, he was like, okay, let's meet up. And I was just like, boys love the crazy. They do. I, I proved that right there. And now we're dating. <laughs> <laughs> that was seriously so funny. Oh my god. I so can't once you single that. Katie for a while, I have good faith in you guys. <laughs> single Katie single was a good Katie. time. That's actually how we got super, super close. Um, do you remember the exact story of how we got really close? Because I do. No, but I'm kind of curious. <laughs> so um you wanted to audition for a certain show. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I blocked that out of my mind. Do I have permission to tell the story? Yeah, everybody knows. Permission granted. Amazing. to be on the bachelor it was her dream who was supposed to be the bachelor blake they didn't they didn't say who it was but i was obsessed with blake i loved yeah. him and you were hoping I that it was gonna be him. blake yeah i don't I know how i think he's so gross but anyway katie loves the bachelor right like if this girl could go to all the live tapings she would like she loves bachelor nation so she was like, hey, can you help me with, and this was in, um, think Tori, this was in May of 2018. She said, can you help me with my bachelor audition tape? I said, absolutely, I can. So she came over, she filmed it at my house. I was the one that asked her all the questions for the tape. We used my camera. No, do we use your camera? I don't know. We filmed it somehow, nice. filmed it, asked her all the questions and, um, yeah, you were just, I made you wear hoops. You never wear hoops. <laughs> I'm dying. And yeah, so after that, uh, I did your makeup for that too. You did, yep. Oh my God, I literally <laughs> did your makeup. Bachelor producers, why didn't you guys ever pick Katie? I thought the video turned out great. I 
I wish I could redo it. Like, I don't want to go on The Bachelor anymore. I'm just over it. I just really enjoy watching it. But I wish I could redo that video and compare. Because I think I would be 20 times funnier now than I was then. Because I feel like I was so timid in that video. That's probably yeah. why they didn't pick me. Because I was just, like, answering the questions. Just like, yeah. Did no person. <laughs> One of them was <laughs> like, it was like, do you believe in love? And Kitty was like, yes, I love love. Like the cheesiest of cheese. So after Katie's audition tape, I was fresh off a breakup and we were downstairs like in my kitchen talking and Katie's like, oh, I'm going to Lancaster tonight. Yeah. Is this all coming back to you now? (laughs) Yes. So Katie was like, I'm going to Lancaster tonight because her dad's side of the family, no, your dad is up there and so is your mom's side of the family, ironically, but like they don't speak because your parents were divorced. Crazy. They met there. They met in Lancaster. Right. But like, it's not like when you go up there to see your mom's side of the family and your dad, it's one or the other. Yeah. For the most part. Like you can go to one in the same day, but they're never going to be at the same function is what I'm getting at. Okay. Yes. Now I'm following. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so her fan, a lot of her family's up there and we should tell the story of the homage story that we always tell people. (laughs) We'll get to that in a second. So, um, she was like, hey, like, I'm going up to Lancaster tonight. Uh, if you want to come, you can. There's a boy there. <laughs> I got you to go because of a boy, which was great. Sorry to call you out on that one. No, as you should. That's the only reason that I went. FaceTimed my friend. Like, hey, let's go out tonight. Bringing this friend. For this friend. It was a blind setup. And like on paper, it was perfect. Everything that I like wanted. And that was really fun. So that's so how we got super close was we like went to Lancaster that one night. And then it was like two guys in the same friend group, like what every girl tries to do. Um, yeah. And that's just how we got really close. And then we, uh, one of my instructors went on a mini golf date and then we crashed that mini golf date. And then that's it on a whole s- spiral of weekend benders. Um, the weekend of Tori and Katie. We would always call it the weekend of Tori and Katie. And that's just how we got super close. We could have an entire podcast of just like what we did in that summer. Literally so much. It was so fun. Like one of so the fun. funniest memories is like your, um, is our stride photo shoot. Oh my God. That was awful. <laughs> you really pulled it together though. Awful. <laughs> That was bad. The night before we went out, Katie had one too many shots of Rumplemints and was just dead. Like Sia, there's a picture of like us and you're just like hunched over the toilet and I'm sober Sally and I'm like just helping her. Rubbing my back. Literally. So Lancaster is pretty far away. So like the, the deal that Katie and I would come up with was you drive out to Lancaster and I drive home from Lancaster. That's normal, like one of the other, like we'll drive one way. The other person will drive the other way. What we did this time was I drove out to Lancaster and then Katie was going to drive us home from Lancaster. So that's cool. So we had the stride photo shoot the next morning at like 10 AM for our headshots and like, you know, the website, like everything, like we're launching it soon. And we go out the night before we're just having a good time, whatever. Katie has a little too much fun as we all do every now and then. And, you know, she was just a little struggling that morning. So, um, I have to like force her to get up. She eventually gets up. I have to drive home. So I drove both ways and I'm like, okay, this is so annoying. So I had to drive home. And then Katie showed up to the photo shoot, like a champ rallied, looks beautiful, still does on all of her photos. You amaze me. You simply amaze me. That was a rough morning. <laughs> I pulled thank over. God. I said, thank God for the donuts that we had there because that's literally what saved my life. Yeah, dude, I pulled over and got you a sizzly from Wawa and you yacked as soon as you got home from that. Yep. But it was delicious and yummy and I was enjoying that sizzly when I ate it. <laughs> Good. Yeah, no, you like pulled it together and that's the definition of work hard, play hard, ladies. Yeah, no, Katie work hard, was play hard. work hard, play hard. Katie's always fun. Um, good time to go out with. So Katie, like we've mentioned before, is from like her family's from Lancaster, kind of like what we were just mentioning. Um, Katie and I have like this story that we like to convince people and like we're very convincing. 
We're very convincing. Very. I kind of wish we could do this trick on somebody. Now we're not going to be able to if they listen to this. But I want you to tell the story because you started the joke. How did I start it? Because I guess I would talk about like my parents were divorced or I would get on some type of topic that my dad lived in Lancaster. And then you would go off and be like, yeah, her dad's Amish, didn't you know? Like, that's literally how this Mm -hmm. happened. And I was just like, okay, I guess this is how it's going. I remember it so well at my 21st birthday brunch because we had Chelsea. She had no idea. Chelsea believed it for days because she was at Stride. Like, at some point after that, Chelsea was at Stride and my mom was coming in and I, like, said something about her coming in. Chelsea's like, oh, your mom's coming in? And I was like, Chelsea, my dad's not Amish. Like, don't say anything. Well, no, we took it way farther. We were telling people that you were Amish, Katie, that you grew up Amish. So what happened? When I, would dad, when I would go to my dad's, he would teach me the Amish culture. And when I would go to my mom's, she would teach me the normal culture. So the whole gag was, like, when you're, what, 16? You get to, like, go out on your own in the Amish Sure. I don't know anything about it, but Katie seems to be very educated on Amish. So you can do this. So her whole story was that she grew up Amish and that on her rumspringa, she decided to live with her mom and she stayed with her mom ever since. And now she's super normal. And like, that's why Katie loves throwbacks in her classes because to her, that's still all new music and like all these like jokes. And like, she would find photos of like little girls in Amish clothing and be like, yeah, this is me when it was just like a girl from Google. And she's like, this is me. And like, we would tell this to so many people and they would all believe it. Like, why would they not believe it? I wouldn't believe it. If somebody said that to me, I'd be like, uh, Katie, I don't know. We're pretty convincing. And we would do it at bars and stuff. Like people would believe it. Somebody, I forget who it was, but we were at the show after the Philly spin-in. We were playing the joke and somebody was like, well, show me a picture. And you and me, I'm not kidding. At the same time, we're like, there's no cameras. We're Amish. Yes. <laughs> we were sitting at the table. She's like, show me a picture. We're like, we can't. We're like, there's literally no cameras there. What do you want us to do? <laughs> and she's like, okay, I get it. Like, we just thought on the ball. Yeah. I will say, I was on TikTok yesterday. I hate TikTok, first off. Oh. Like, hate it. I love it, but I hate it. But there's a TikTok of an Amish person, and I was, like, questioning it. Like, how does this person have a camera? Mm-hmm. And I went to the comments to find out, and supposedly, like, Amish people can have phones now. Is that Mennonite? Well, Mennonite, well, Mennonite can, but I think this person was like full blown Amish. Well, I think I could be wrong, but I, I mean, was just I, like, at the expense of me not sounding extremely ignorant, I think Mennonite and Amish like dress and look very similar, if not. So, guys, I'm not, I, I could be wrong on this. Guys can dress normal, women can't. Really? If you're Mennonite, yes. But when you're Amish, you dress as an Amish person. Mennonite means you can, like, use cars and, like, electronics and stuff? Yes. And I think men can have, like, normal jobs, like us jobs, but the women can't. I could be wrong. I literally have no idea. If anyone's listening to this and you're Amish, how are you listening to this? Yeah. And let me know what it's like. Um, Yeah. So that's. That's Lancaster, and that's what's like growing up Amish, huh, Katie? Yeah, Lancaster is very fun. I just oh my god, it's a great town. I really like Lancaster. People, people who have not been to Lancaster or have only been in a part of Lancaster don't know about the city. And the city's where we go, and they it's like a little Phoenixville area. It's really cute. There's great bars there. Yeah, I think the bars are better than Phoenixville. I agree. But everybody pictures Amish people and like farms and cows. Telus is a great bar. Like I really would categorize it as like really close to Barnaby's. Yes. I've only been to Barnaby's once. Oh, we can go to Barnaby's. As soon as the world opens back up, we can go out. Okay. I've only been there once and I walked in for 10 minutes and left. Wait. Oh. No. I've been to Barnaby's. Barnaby's has an outside area. Yeah. Okay. I've been to Barnaby's. I'm thinking of 
Oh yeah, Kildare's is I've never been yeah. to Kildare's. Okay. That's okay. I've been to Barnaby's numerous times. I know they're like saloon. Saloon's fun. I've never been there. Um, Ryan's that, is fun. I've been to Ryan's. Westchester was my first bar when I turned like that was my first bar area when I turned. That's a good bar area. That's fun. Yeah, it was fun. That was a good it. time. Wow, this is a spin podcast, and here we are talking about bars and being Amish. That's so us. See, this is literally just a glimpse into how Katie and I start. We're like, okay, this is for five minutes, and then we can talk about personal life. <laughs> Well, Katie, I want to thank you so much for coming on the episode. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Is there any final words you want to say to anybody listening? No, I think I'm good. Got it. She's done with you guys. Katie, pimp yourself out. Where can people find you? Phoenixville, CIO, give your Instagrams, do it all. Phoenixville, not during the summer, Tuesday, 930s. Uh, York, 930 when I'm at CIO. And then CIL there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. I forget what times. Um, it's a new schedule. Forgive it, her. Yes, I forget. I know I teach at 7 a.m. on Tuesday. That's all I got. Um, <laughs> and then Instagram is Kate D. Weichler, as in K and T, the letters, and then my last name. No Twitter. <laughs> See you, Twitter. We don't need her. Yeah, Katie's awesome. So if you guys are in Sea Isle or in Phoenixville, be sure to take her classes. Um, if you ever need your hair done, hit her up. Yeah, hair. We didn't even really talk about that. Where can people, where are you, if you want to say where you're working, how can people inquire about you doing their hair? I work, I work at Gretchen Elizabeth Salon in Trap. And my Instagram, which is the easiest way for contact, especially right now, is beauty by KNW. And that's in your bio on your main account too. So if you guys um, didn't catch any of that, it's all linked together. Um, Katie, thank you so much. You were really nervous, but let me tell you what, you killed it today. Thank you. This is fun. I want to do it. (laughs) Right? It's fun. Like once you get into the groove of it, it's like, okay, like I can talk for a while. It's a good time. I'll have you back on. Um, We're going to do a whole episode after CIL opening weekend of all the girls and Katie's going to be on that. So um, be sure to listen along for that guys. Thank you so much. Uh, if you guys want to follow stride on Instagram, that is at stride spin and fitness. Uh, also follow CIL that's at stride CIL. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys next Wednesday. Stay safe, stay home and, um, have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye guys. <laughs>